Hello, Crazy Poultry Inc. Yes, it has been a while, and we are back with some reviews, but also to give an update about how we have been and why we haven't actually been here. And joining me to kind of go over this a little bit is Mr. Damon the Gobbler Anderson. Thank you for being here. Always. So, yeah, guys, uh, we kind of said when we did our catch-up review, which was the last thing on here, that October was going to be a crazy month for releases. There was a lot. Um, and then we even said that November is probably going to be crazy, too, with because the closer we get to the end of the year, there's a lot of Oscar contenders and talk and stuff. So maybe there would be, like, another mass catch-up thing. Um, October got a little bit worse than we had initially thought, though. We still managed... I mean, some of us still managed to see as much as we can, but even then, it's still... I would say, as far as releases, we fell short. Um, but uh, one of us kind of actually had more of a nightmare experience, and it was towards the end of October, which... Kind of brings me to you, Damon, uh, and it being ironic because that's usually your favorite time of the year, but that turned in probably the one of the worst oh, yeah. times of you yeah, know right year. right over Halloween too. Yeah, um, I mean, if you don't want me to give out anything, how about you explain what was going on with you? Uh, basically, uh, uh, I was dealing with a family member with COVID. And I basically had to kind of take the reins and. Kind of take care of everything. I, I I never had it, thankfully, but uh, you somehow did. Yeah, I, I don't know how I managed, but you know, I matched up and you stayed kind of stayed in my distance as much as I could, mm-hmm. and that seemed to help. But yeah, I was dealing with two sickos, and they so, but thankfully I never got it, and you know it, it got pretty bad for a little bit, but managed to you know get back and you know now. Everything's copacetic, thankfully. I mean, it, it was very uh, nerve-wracking for you because I would check in with you almost yeah. every day. Yeah, there's a lot of stress. And, you know, uh, turns out when you don't uh, make all that much money, it's hard to recover, uh, especially when you start draining your savings. <laughs> yeah. And just numerous things happening, and it's like, yeah, uh, we are just mostly then turning worried that you have to just be around this so much, and we're like, uh, the longer he's around this, the greater chance, yeah. greater chance that he's gonna get it at some point. So yeah. we were kind of like preparing ourselves for that news at some point, and it's like, no, never happened. No, yeah, never I got happened. tested like four times in the whole whole excursion over like a month, and never had it once. So. I mean, I don't know how I scraped by, but hey, you managed this, to. This is this is the point of this is that you're a prime example of how you literally can be around the thing, but if you take the right precautions, you masked up, you di- disinfected like the yeah. car and stuff. Never they were around. Just those little things, and it just you know, it's it's all about taking care of yourself. I mean, really, it really is. It's all about taking care of, you know, the little things that you might not think about, that you mm-hmm. have to think about in that situation, because, like, I mean, there's a very good chance, like, I should have gotten it, and, like, yeah. a lot of the nurses that I dealt with after getting tested, like, were saying the same thing, they were like, how are you not sick? And I'm like, that's a good question, because I don't know, but, you know. You were probably like, I'm sick in one region. Yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> I am over it for sure. I'm like, I've got to, you know, I said I never thought I'd say this in name, but I'm ready to return to work. But, yeah. um, but as far as things, yeah, everything is all as good as it can be, I guess. Everybody's doing better. Yeah. And, I mean, that, that that's just the main thing because it's just been a giant thing that I've like, I don't know if I want to talk that much about this, but, yeah. uh, it, 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 I feel like it does need to get out there, especially from somebody that experienced it yeah. secondhand. Like, I'm literally in the same room with somebody that can contaminate me, but if I take the precautions, I'm fine. Yeah. I feel like that's a message that has to get spread more and more because 
I'm sorry, I'm gonna be blunt here. There's so many fucking idiots. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I about got into a fight because of it because when I had picked uh, her up from the hospital uh, after nearly dying, and there was a whole big anti-vaccine rally, and they kind of pointed and like laughed at us as we were driving by because we had our mask on in the car. Yeah. And we kind of had to, and it's just like, you know, you're lucky I don't want to catch a murder charge because. One of, the, really, one of the few times he thought that. Yeah, it's like, you know, like I have her in the car and I really want to be respectful, but you just wait till I see them again. I, I have a I have a good time. I'm going to have a good time with it. Yeah. And, of course, then as soon as, like, after this has happened, months later, now our county that I live in is spiking. Oh, okay. Of course it is. Your county is not so much better. Well, because, yeah, but, again, the, the, the positive rate there is, like, I don't know, like 70% or something stupid like that. So, like, yeah, I mean, it is kind of a it-is-what-it-is sort of situation uh, at this point. It-is-what-it-is it is never an excuse that I'm going to take because no. I'm just going to look at you and go stupid. Yeah. Hey, it-is-what-it-is. I'm going to do what I want. I'm like, okay. I'm going to do what I want, too. I'm going to slap you. I'm going to, no, actually, I'm going to get away from you. <laughs> After I slap you. <laughs> Make sure I have my mask on and slap you. Um, I'm going to spray Lysol in my hand and slap you. This is better. Yeah. Uh, but, but we did. We have thankfully got to see a little bit of movies. Not, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten around to go see a couple. and I've clearly also not been able to put up reviews for those. Yeah. Because now we're like in December so it's pretty much more closer to the as far as missing ones uh, so far the only ones that I've technically missed that one has potential to be a movie of the year possibly um, the other one no I'm not worried about it I'm more upset that I've not been able to see one that I really want to see and that's, the, that's the French Dispatch I do want to see that um, for me I, I forgot about that one actually so thank you for bringing that <laughs> um, but King Richard, I really want to watch it. It's on HBO Max, I just haven't gotten yeah, to it. me too. Um, and then The Matrix, which, again, there's a good chance, but, like, Serena I, Williams is my, like, all-time favorite tennis player. So, like, I'm very excited that, like, there's actually it, a movie kind of... Like, tennis player as an overall... In general. Play, in general? Yeah. yeah. I saw because, her playing when I was, like, 10 or 11. Oh, maybe a little later than that. I don't know, but she... She had just won some kind of championship, and I was like, holy shit, this chick rocks. I was like, she can fucking hit that tennis ball. Yeah. Well, because since I'm not really much of a tennis watcher, I revert back to Novak Djokovic because it's Novak. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, now moving on from that, uh, we got a couple of uh, recent films that we have to talk about that we actually did get to see. And uh, one of them has a very uh, special meaning for us, especially with the viewing experience, <laughs> which is what we'll dive into first. <laughs> Spencer, starring Kirsten Wig as Princess Diana. Kirsten Stewart. Yeah, sorry, Kirsten Stewart, <laughs> starring as Princess Diana. Uh, I know that you were really looking forward to this, uh, and after I, or what I was hearing about it, I started to get very interested yeah. in it. Um, Kirsten's getting numerous like award nominations now, or I don't even know if they're nominations. They're, she's just the word of mouth. Um, what, what really threw me onto the film was I just I was on Facebook scrolling and I happened to just see like Fandango or some other page pop up and like it announced it and showed like the like a a uh, poster for it mm -hmm. and I saw it and I was like oh my god I was like she looks kind of eerily mm -hmm. like Princess Diana and I'm like so I'm interested I'm like I love Princess Diana was a figure of culture for a reason. Like, she 
was one of the few people in the royal family that actually, you know, which nowadays, like, there is more that's a little more liking, but, like, you can see that within her children, the things that she instilled in them. Like, she doesn't, like, they are not afraid to kind of break away from the mold of, oh, we have to be, like, the highest standing royal family, you know, like, and I don't, like, compared to the rest, like, she was always, and, like, I was always fascinated with the story. Like, she died way before, you know, I was born, but, like, mm-hmm. Her story still kind of was something that I was interested in because, like, they still talk about it, mm-hmm. and it's because she was so beloved. And so, like, yeah, I was interested. And I, Kirsten Stewart, like, you know, I, I'm kind of off and on, but like, I think she gets a bad rap because, like, she yeah. has done some roles where she's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is a very quiet actress, yes, but like, she's, you know, she's done movies like the last movie I seen her in, uh, Underwater, was awesome. I loved it. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. I was like, I dig this. That that was one I couldn't give a fair grade to because, one, the theater experience was just bad. Underwater. Uh, there was a couple of girls that were sitting behind us that wouldn't shut up. I don't imagine that. But also, at the same time, I also was not feeling that great. So, that had, so that's, why, <laughs> that's why I didn't give a final grade on it. I was like, I think that it's okay. Um, but it, I didn't find it remarkable. See, I watched it by myself. It was on one of the streaming services, and I watched it, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is fun. I was like, you know, and the, the fact that it kind of, you know, I don't want to say spoiler alert, but, like, the the way it <laughs> kind of ends, like, I mean, it really plays I mean, in. I, I was like, wow. I was like, I, I wasn't expecting this, honestly. Isn't the movie, like, a year old now? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 let's just say it's, like, there's a lot of Lovecraftian lore yeah. within it, and I was like, Okay, fair enough. I was like, I dig this movie, and I, I she does great in it. Like, if anything, like the only person that I don't really like is maybe I don't know which I can't even think of his name. He's the one in the Deadpool movies. Yeah. He's the one he plays his like best friend. Uh oh, T.J. Miller. Yeah, T.J. Miller's yeah, character yeah, is kind of okay, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, see, for me, um. Yeah, uh, the Twilights were the only thing I was usually exposed to for the longest time, and I was I think like, "It's a lot of people's exposure to." And I was yeah, kind of wrote her off as like that, and then I saw her in Adventureland, Jesse oh, Eisenberg. It's a great movie. And I, well, it, it's it's a good movie. It's okay. No, I like it. Um, and I thought that her and Jesse Eisenberg had pretty good chemistry, and she was actually a much more likable person, who also had faults. I'm like, good. And then I've heard that she's really good in this movie called Personal Shopper. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, But then, movie that I saw that came out last year, around actually this time, December, because it's a Christmas-themed movie. It's called Happiest Season. It's a Hulu original. And it stars her, and I can't think of her name. Uh, She... The actress, she's been in a couple of things. Oh, she was in The Turning. That's uh, probably why I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she was the blonde babysitter in that. Um, and they're they're a lesbian couple. And it's Christmas season, and it's about basically her family finding out about that. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I've seen commercials for that. I know, I know, I know yeah. from her it actually is very good writing, and it's actually very well executed. And imagine this, Kirsten Stewart, who has to act like a lesbian, has good chemistry with another woman, because she actually is one. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, this is actually touching on stuff that should be talked about. Yeah. Um, so I actually was very interested in this, and after hearing about it, and, but for me going in, I, I knew nothing about Diana. I, yeah. I don't really mess with the royal family stuff because why the fuck do I need to care about that? Um, but as this showed that I could probably now go back into research and stuff and the fact that I've now seen uh, her kids, Harry and William, yes. uh, actually do stuff that kind of feels revenants of her. What well, The one thing that... The, the, I think I mentioned this to you. The one thing that I appreciate the most about this film is it, it, it definitely doesn't paint her children in a bad light. Like, it does the best to show that she kind of, you know, and it is a 
Tish is telling. Yeah, like, it says off the bat this is a fable. It is a fable, but it's centered around something that actually happened. Basically, mm-hmm. the movie is centered around the fact that like the prince was cheating on her actively, like mm-hmm. having an affair. And, and it takes place in three days yeah, around Christmas. Over three days around Christmas. And so it, it makes, like, it's playing that, but, like, the, the actions that are happening within those three days, like, that's the made-up part of it. But, like, this is something that actually did go on. Like, she mm-hmm. actively was. But, and that, you know, that is what it is at this point. <laughs> like, you know, to bring that back up, but, like, you know, that's the past. Like, that, you know, we know that happened already. But that, that's the one thing I do appreciate It's like, it doesn't show, it shows that she actually, even though she was unhappy, she wanted the best for her kids. Mm-hmm. Always did. And it just showed how big of a piece of shit the prince was and the queen. So that was cool, too. Well, and it's almost like she wanted that for her kids because the kids are the one thing that kept her sane-ish. Yeah, more. it's her children. Yeah. So that was of her life, like, you know. I, I even think till today, like, she would probably not be a part of the royal family. Uh-huh. She would definitely be, like, away, probably remarried, mm-hmm. and be with, you know, someone else. And she would be doing very well for herself, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my big appreciation for this is that it's actually also shot on film. And you it's can not, tell, too. It's, it's not digital, because you can still see some of that graininess. And, but also, like, the lighting sometimes. Like, I could see this as getting, like, criticism about sometimes the lighting. Like, it feels like a Hallmark kind of look vibe sometimes. I'm like, no, that's that's how they would look. It's film, yeah. It, it very, if you are a fan of older movies, like, what I, the one thing I... I mentioned to him as we were sitting in the theater was it kind of looks like the like opening scene reminded me of like almost like a clock, clockwork orange yeah. the way it looked the graininess of it and I was like I like this like I, I dig this like this feeling of the movie still looks great but yeah. like I mean honestly if, if no one had told you you probably wouldn't even notice it was shot in film yeah. but like once you know it is and you actually look for it you can spot in certain spots you're like wow you also though might notice something because it's not the full aspect ratio. Yeah, it's like Lighthouse it, was. Well, it, it was like Lighthouse, but I think even Lighthouse was smaller. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, and uh, also, when I mentioned about our theater experience, we were the only two in there. Yeah, so we were getting our drinks, and Ian looks at me and says, how much you want to bet uh, there's a, there's going to be a thing? He's like, I think there's going to be like maybe three people in there, two other people uh, maybe with yeah, us. most. And I was like, I don't think there's going to be any. He's like, I don't know. And so we get there, and sure enough, I'm like, and he's like, well, the, the commercials haven't played yet. We'll wait till the commercials. And we're sitting there, and we're like, it's it's like 420. It's like, yeah, about 425, and the supposed to start at 415. And we're like, oh, you know, there's nothing playing. And I was like, so I went and asked the lady. I was like, did you put us in the wrong theater? No. Well, there's nothing playing in there. I was like, it's completely, the lights are on. The theater's not playing. I was like, ah, okay. Well, Sure enough, they just forgot to play the movie because we were like a, like a super early showing of a movie that's like was there for like a day. <laughs> so like they no, probably no, it's, were no, like, it's still there, is it? Yeah. Well, it's still super early showing. Like yeah. there was probably there didn't look like there's that many people at the theater anyways, and yeah. they just completely like spaced playing the movie. And so luckily they got it started and everything. But <laughs> well, well as, as somebody that we once heard, nothing came out this week. True, no new releases came out, but you have to check what is playing. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, like, I was looking for, um, what was the movie? There's another movie that was, like, kind of low down, like, detail. I'm like, I I really wanted to, I, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I was, like, looking for that, and, like, there's still no dates on yeah. either the, the, either of the theaters in town. I'm like, wow, like, this movie's gonna get a low release, <laughs> like... Well, and I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier, like, French Dispatch, like, the only place that I could go see it is I, I had to go up to Indy. Yeah, like... But then I even heard that it was only playing in 54 theaters. Altogether? Yes, in the oh entire God. United States. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I don't know if this lessens the blow, but, I'm like, I understand it more. 
But I, I remember boys. It's come on, come on. The, yes, I told yes, you about that. I really want to see that, and I keep seeing commercials for it, and it's on nowhere. Like literally, yeah. the only place is indie, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I really want this is. Like, this is another one that's probably very good potential to be, like, a very, you hey, know... Hey, imagine this. Joaquin Phoenix is getting Oscar buzz again. Yeah, because he's a fucking amazing actor. Like... I don't I don't know if it actually has ever happened if the same actor has won year back-to-back. I don't know, but he... Like, I see the trailers for this, and this movie looks so fucking emotional. Like, I watch it, and I'm just like, God, this movie actually might bring a tear to my eye, and that's a hard thing to do. Okay, back to Spencer now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, that theater experience was actually amazing. Like, yeah. it's fun to just sit there. It was like, I mean, it was almost like we had a private theater rental, but, but we, we paid. Have to but, pay. We, but we did our own. Yeah, we usual. just paid our freaking normal ticket price. I mean, I I technically only paid for my drink and popcorn, but <laughs> oh, well, good for you. <laughs> well, um, I, you know, chilling out, but like that was actually and, fun. But that also was like that makes me like go. Man, but I wish that it was like a bad movie, because then we could just talk shit at it. Yeah, like we could sit there. And because then, because then when it's a good movie, I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? We can sit there and just have a critique. You know, we critique little things. Like we we discuss. Like there's a scene in the kitchen, and like the chef there is absolutely well, hilarious. Yeah, because us coming from yeah, like, like we we both know shit. cooking, and like you know, I think of when I think of kitchens, like you know, kitchens are loud, they're noisy. Yes. And then like the first thing you're like, they hear everything. Don't <laughs> do You can't. You well, can't be loud. Yeah, the the sign I'm trying to remember exactly said like. Don't make loud noises, which that was the first thing I know that we read. Yeah, yeah, and we were like, "What?" And then I caught the end part where it was like, "They can hear everything." I'm like, okay, that doesn't make this stressful now. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, what if you're like whipping eggs or something? You're just like, or your hand shit, catches, yeah. or your hand catches fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, oh. you just have to hold your mouth shut as you're screaming, as you're like. Oh. On fire, like. But I mean, we did though mention that this is a different region of. Yeah, and well, it may very well be specifically royal family. Like yeah. they are like, we want everything to be quiet because we're poity poity. And I, but, God, I hate the royal family so much. I'm gonna be way whack I mean, after this. As far as we're we're talking about the kitchen stuff, let's just mention how much food waste was there. Oh my God. I don't think I like they're they're towing Vegas after this point. Like yeah, it was bad. It was like I don't know, uh, fourteen entrees. Like remember the fifth, desserts? 15, we said we literally desserts. had a discussion about the desserts after the movie because we were like, like there was like creme brulee and like a custard and like there was literally Souffle. like yeah like twelve desserts and it's just like who needs that many desserts? Like I mean I can see a little variety but like. You know, I go to buffets, and there's not that many dessert choices. And, like, buffets are made to be extremely gluttonous. Like, I, I just, it kills me. Like, they're eating like this, and I'm like, how often do you guys eat like this? I get this is, like, a special holiday, but, like, I, I assume that you guys have cooks yeah. cooking for you at all times. Like, and this is just nuts. Like, there's literally mountains that they were, like, obviously having to throw away. Well, I mean, she even has that talk with the chef, like, and he says, yeah, we give some of this to the dogs and stuff. But and then everything, but else, then, but gets then everything else gets thrown away. It's like, yeah, how much is that now waste where that could have just gone... The dogs eat better than I do! <laughs> uh, and then uh, one other thing that I really like that I see this definitely getting... If not award buzz is costumes because that oh yeah it, 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 that was to that era to a T like they really nailed that and like her outfit where she went to like you know there's a lot of things within it like and I think the costumes actually have a lot to do you know like she because the the, the suits play a big part yeah, of the does. movie surprisingly like they discuss like she's like I don't feel like wearing this and they're like this is what you have to wear this is what yeah. was picked out for you. Because everything is laid out for you. Yeah, and then, like, there's a scene where they go to church, and, like, you know, you would think, okay, like, a normal dress, you know, what you would expect someone super rich and famous to wear to, like, a church. But, like, she comes out, and it almost looks like she was at a fucking funeral. Yeah. Like, she's decked out, and, like, this is something you would wear at a funeral. And I think that, actually, 
does things to speak about like the idea of maybe like she is internally dying inside yeah. like this is slowly a descent into something worse because her mood ha- changes like from the beginning yeah. she's already having a stressful time mm-hmm. and then it's just slowly which, which oddly enough is also probably mixed in with actually the most free at the time that she was feeling she was just driving herself yeah so it was like a mix um, um, but when she was able to, you know, like, she obviously, like, they, they really did a big thing at, to play, like, she did not care about the media, she didn't want to be a part of the media, she didn't, she just wanted to be a human being, and, like, I'm assuming, like, this played off that, like, for the fact that, you know, maybe when she met the prince, like, he was different, like. Yeah, that is, like, the one thing I kind of kept wondering, I was like, how did, how did this start? So, like, I'm assuming they probably met. Like, I, I don't know. Like I said, I've never really fully looked into yeah. it. But, like, I'm assuming they probably met in college. Like, he was young, probably decently attractive. and But he had to have been known of. Yeah, and, like, maybe he courted her. Maybe he was like, you are beautiful. Because Diana was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, you look at photos back in the day. She was a very beautiful woman. And so he probably... Caught the eyes. Well, maybe because everybody was kind of throwing... Because I think that they did briefly mention, like, something about him watching who he, get, who he like, tries to get with. Yeah. Um, but they didn't go into great detail on that. Um, maybe because everybody was, like, flocking towards him. Yeah. And she did not necessarily go along with that's what kind of drove him more to her yeah because she was not a like a fangirl yeah. like and you know that's not uncommon like there's it's it's common for famous people especially to pick out people you know like i, I think the the first thing that comes to mind though is like in like a star is born like mm-hmm. he could probably have a million girls and he decided to get with lady gaga's character because like she's just different like She's human. She's normal. Yeah. Like, and that's when she starts to become unnormal. That's when he clearly is invisible. And like that, that's just with it with Spencer. Like, I'm assuming that that's probably how things went down. Was now that he reverted to this is tradition. We have yeah. to be like this. We have to, you know, you I mean, gotta watch who you are. Yeah, but he even has that confrontation with her where he's like. Yeah, this is how it is. Everybody here has a mask on. Yeah, like he says, there's two different people. Like, you can't just be yourself. Like, yeah. you have to. And, yeah, like that. For, and, you know, I gotta, I gotta, like, give some applause to the person who did casting because yeah. they chose the smuggest looking piece of shit to play the prince. <laughs> like, they literally found him and, like, he was just, they probably, he was probably standing there just looking at someone and discussing, like, hey, you want a job? Because. <laughs> Oh my god, like you just, there's, I've never met someone more punchable. I mean, honestly, like he just, he always has this look. Like, there's a scene where he's mentioning to her, like, you know, the cows made the milk for you, the bees made the honey for you, so maybe you can just give a little bit. Like, and, and not, yeah, spew not, it and basically he says not throw it up because she's very clearly, what, bulimic, I'm saying? Um, well, eating disorder. Yeah, she has an eating disorder, and she, plays that out like i mean obviously it's making her very sick because she's feeling these feelings and he clearly doesn't help it at all oh no <laughs> that's just outright just not even it's <laughs> not even a question it, it it's like you're not even challenging what it is you're, you're just not even understanding yeah it. um also we we also have not mentioned him uh i think if i see his name right timothy spall uh, who was in Harry Potter as Wormtail? Yes, we kept, we, kept, we kept talking about who is more frightening, Wormtail or him? I think him, honestly, <laughs> because, because ha- he was even sneakier. Like at least Wormtail, like you see him and he's like, okay, you're like, wow, he's an evil guy. Like he is creepy after he like turns from the rat. You know, spoiler alert again on this yeah. old movie and book series. But when he, you know, when he becomes himself. It is creepy, yes. It is, like, creepy, but then after that, he just, like, he's just a little sniffling, like, meh. In this movie, he's genuinely pretty unsettling, because... He, he's unsettling, but then he also has a moment where you understand where he's coming from. Yeah. But that's just because he's with the system. Yeah, he, he's just basically, like, he's like the prince, honestly. He's yeah. like, this is how things are. It's how it's always been. This is how the queen's mother did it. 
when she was the queen, this is the thing, this is how it works. Yeah. And uh, the big thing for me also going into this is because um, it's very hard for me, especially like after I watch this, um, well, not this movie necessarily, but like if it's something with the royal family yeah. or somebody in like the, I don't want to use this term because it's meaning for, for something else for me, but the elite that show like, you know, this person's going through this or, you know, we should feel a little bit more sad for them because they have problems like the rest of us. That does not really stick with me that long, usually after I watch it. Like, the biggest example I use is The King's Speech. Yeah. It's a fine film, but I'm not going to really revisit this as much because, yeah, I understand he had that issue, but I still can't feel that bad for you sometimes. Diana is opposite. She came from here... She was brought here. Like she, she was from a well-off family, but she was not. Ooh, she, she was the not royal family. Yeah, like, she doesn't have actually ties to them other than the fact of being married. Yeah. To it, so she has a grounded sense that I understand. Yeah, because she was real. Like she's like, I want to go out and just play and have a good yeah. time. And like, like there's a scene where she's having her son is in like a big hunt. And she's like, mm-hmm. he clearly told me he doesn't want to shoot. Yeah. He doesn't want to do that. And he's just like, it's tradition. Like, th- th- that's that you're going to get real bored with that word in this film because that is brought up a lot. It's tradition. And I, that's actually one that I've used from a show that I watch where they use that word and they mixed into a song to be funny. So yeah. now I kind of think of that where it's like, Tradition, tradition, it's tradition. It might be stupid, but it's tradition. Yeah, and that's kind of how it is. Like, yeah. it's just like, like, um, one of the things, I don't know how accurate this is, but like, they, the queen gets weighed at a scale. At this little does. seat, and like, she's like, oh, the normal guy lifts me off usually. And she's like, he's like, I'm not the normal guy. That's the, the guy who played Wormtail. Like, he's taking over that person who's mm-hmm. doing that job specifically at the moment. And he is doing this job that clearly is i mean well like clearly diane is like no like i don't guess you have to eat so many pounds of food to show like you have to gain three or four pounds to show that you really enjoyed your meal which first off bullshit (laughs) she's not like a big girl like what do you mean you have to gain three to four pounds before you eat like what if you just can't eat well like what, what if like what you if, know what about the kids what if the food sucks yeah what if you get there and the food is just god awful like which, I, which me, I don't want to actually ever blame the food on this you tell me you, you want to you gotta so, gain three pounds sur- surprisingly i would say the two things i felt the worst for in this movie was diana and the food yeah i mean you feel bad i mean i kind of feel bad for the kids like yeah. because especially knowing like the thing is like the you boil this one down, even if you watch it and you're just like, oh, okay, you take the movie as it is because you're like, oh, it's kind of fiction. But, like, you got to understand, like, these these are real people. Like, you know, you look at the kids and you're like, oh, I kind of feel bad for the kids. And you got to realize these are actually people now. Like, these are adults. These are grown adults. These are men in their, like, 30s. Yeah. Like, and they are actively – one thing, like – and that's one thing I appreciate is, like, it shows, like, her instant – you know, pushing that idea of, like, never – you know, you are just not this person. Like, you are your own person. You do what makes you happy. That should boil down to it. It shouldn't be just because tradition that you got to be miserable, be happy. And, like, we can look at that now. I mean, Prince Harry? I think the, the young one. Mm. He married a black woman. And that's, that's you know, yeah. for them, that's really taboo. Like, the queen does not like that. And, yeah, it's almost like English don't like black people. <laughs> yeah, yes, she doesn't. And that's the thing, like you know, that's that's a big thing, and it shows. And like, I mean, he even Prince William married outside of the family, like mm-hmm. weird kind of like, you know, like, and he's obvious. They're obviously doing very well for themselves. Well, and, and they're not. They they, uh, but number one, I would say it's because that they feel happy. Yeah, and, they're doing what makes them happy. And number two, this is kind of probably helping them keep the memory of their mom very possible like i mean think about it like the young one doesn't even do it like he's i mean he's completely cut himself off like they told him either if you leave this then you will 
not like get any benefits. Yeah. Well, he was I, like, yeah. I like, mean, that was all over the news. He also was like, yeah, but unless something happens to my brother, I'm not. It's not like I'm next in line. Yeah. So like, I mean, even then, like, once the well, the thing is, once the queen dies, you know, she's 99. So yeah, well, you know, time keeps on ticking into the future. So like, I, I wonder, has she actually been doing better since COVID? I don't know. That would be funny. Um, but it's definitely, you know, the fact is, like, it is very tradition, but, like, now that the queen and, is it the king? Would he be the king? Uh, well, her husband has died. Yeah. And I think possibly the boy's father has died. I don't know. So. I'll keep up with it. If that's the case, like, you know, if they're all pretty well old enough like it the thing is like the line the ladder is slowly coming down to the boys yeah because so everybody in the family was so old that now it, it is getting down to the boys generation and the boys will take it over and they, they'll probably destroy the monarch honestly probably will they'll probably just be like no we're not having a monarch or if we are it's going to be such a little limited thing as it is oh, or as I now always assume something will then happen to the to to them to cause them to change their mind. Like, yeah. No, for the for for this goodness, I am gonna go back to the monarch and I will be the king. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am the okay king now. As soon as he would say that, I'd be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. Because that is not him. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's the one thing I do appreciate. Like, especially like I said, the young one has completely cut himself off. Like, no, like he's just like, "You're not gonna give me money. Fine. You don't have to give me money. I'm gonna do what I want." Like. I'm gonna do what makes me happy, mm-hmm. and now he's like a farmer or something. So like, clearly something you know. And if if the part of it's true with her family, like her dad being like a farmer, like mm-hmm. obviously owning farm builds, then if that's the case, like I really want to look into that because maybe he's doing it like be like you know my grandfather was a farmer, my actual grandfather. I never got to meet him. Obviously, like clearly there was no. Like, I mean, I'm assuming maybe her dad had died. So, like, or maybe the royals were like, nah, my grandkids are not meeting that that guy. I don't know. So, so now after this history lesson about the royal family. <laughs> yeah, we, we got sidetracked on that. Uh, Imagine that. La- last thing I, I briefly want to bring up is uh, definitely the music. The music is beautiful in this film. and it's But it's beautiful in a different way. Yeah, it's not like you wouldn't think, like, classic violins the mo- the movie does a great way like the great issue with like yeah the great issue that it does with the movie it, it plays together like it, the, it causes the, anxiety the, the music is meant to make you feel uneasy feel the anxiety because, because it's just it's, feeling. it's just this crazy jazz and I mean we even it's, when it's the, actually crazy it, jazz. It all, and it all and it just kind of boils and boils up because it kind of started more ominous. Yeah. Like when we were watching it and we're like, well, does this kind of feel like a horror movie right now? And yeah. Like, but well, the well, scenes well, that are well, consistent. Wait for it. <laughs> yeah, the scenes that are consistent with it, like, it does make it very uneasy. Like some parts of it to watch, I'm just like, you know, it really makes your stomach kind of flustered because you're like, okay, like because then you can see her visibly uncomfortable yeah. and visibly going through some like mental trauma, and, and and then when you have the sounds of that in the background, yeah, and like she's it's like the whole idea of like you know you see someone like it's the music going on in their head kind of thing, yeah, and like she's taking all this in and like I don't know there's some weird stuff like uh, when she breaks the necklace and it starts eating the pearls <laughs> like I was like this is some horror movie type shit yeah. like this is some really weird shit but. I mean, all together, like, I, I, I really have to applaud Kristen Stewart, like, yes. acting on this. Like, she just, she, I, I cannot she, praise her enough, the fact that she knocked this out of the park. I, I would have to go back and look at what else I've seen this year, but I don't know if I've seen another actress. At perfor- this level. Per- performance this year, that I'm going to be like, if she doesn't get it, it's it's emotionally hard to watch, like because like you're watching her and like I mean like I said she looks so close to Princess Diana that you're like, you know this looks like maybe some home movie kind of shit like and it's I don't know like it is very 
unsettling at some points. And uh, um, the probably gi- probably giant detractor for me with this is I don't know how much I would rewatch this. Yeah, that is a big thing. Like um, the rewatchability, like I can maybe watch it a couple more times, like to show people. But like I don't know if I could physically, you know, there's only a handful of movies I can sit and re rewatch anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like. Like, like, I would definitely want to show people and just, like, gauge their reaction of how they feel about, like... Now, now will this probably be on my best of the year list? Probably. Probably, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be probably because, up there. Because there's a certain part on my list where it's always, like, I I have to put a movie in there where it's, a, you know, it has a great performance. Yeah. Like, e- even if the movie is not as rewatchable. I really have to go through all the movies that I watched this year because I've seen, actually, a lot more than I did last you, year. You have. And Still compared to me, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you guys, you and Nick as well, have a horrible time doing this because, like, there's a lot. And I, I'm like, even just the, the ones that I've seen, I'm going to struggle trying to make a list this year. Um, so if I have to give Spencer a grade, I'm going to give it an A-. minus. The acting is top-notch throughout. The costume are great. The filmmaking is great. Uh, the music is suits the movie, and it improves the movie. The giant detractor for me is the fact that I don't know how much I would watch this. Uh, I think I'd give it an A, because I, I feel like I could watch it a couple more times. The only thing that keeps it from an A-plus for me is like, just a couple things where I'm like, you guys might be playing with the history a little too much. But they like, kind of admit that at the beginning. Yeah, like, I mean, it is a fable. I, I know that, but, like, I'm just like... I mean, to me, that's it, it's a better example of doing that than doing something like Green Book. That's fair. Where yeah. It's like, this is based on a true story. Yes, how many facts in here are wrong now? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, I appreciate that they're actually upfront and honest about it, but, like, like I said, there's just a couple things where I'm like, eh, maybe there's a lot of moral liberties here and there, but, like, there's a couple scenes where I'm just kind of like, and yeah, you know, but hey, I would give it at least a solid A. I don't think it hit A plus. It's very rare when a movie for me actually hits A plus, where it's like this movie yeah. perfect. So, well, yeah, because is there a perfect movie? It's always debatable. I, I could argue uh, that there's at least one. Uh, <laughs> um, I I would say this is a this, the way that this is a stronger recommendation is if you're somebody who loves film and especially loves the indie scene or a drama. If you yeah. if you're a fan of drama films, this is like. If you, it, drama if you don't care for drama and you don't care for period pieces, well, guess yeah, what? Get, get, guess what? There's a superhero movie about every week now <laughs> that you can go see. I think The Eternals came out. It's sitting at like a solid, what, 55% or something like that. So you guys can go check that one out. Um, yeah, so both strong recommendations from us here to talk about. 100%. About, yeah, about Spencer. So... Um, so now we're going to move on to actually a different kind of movie review because this is one that one of us has not seen, but one just recently saw it last night, so I'm getting my review out there. But you also might have other uh, things that you can add to this, but uh, it's uh, this film right here. Who are you? On the phone. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Um, when this was first announced, I believe a couple of years ago, I heard yeah. about, I heard about it, and my immediate first reaction was, "Oh no!" What? Well, no, not uh oh. What? Why? Because the thing that I always look at as far as for why to remake a film is how can you make this better. And the biggest thing is, if this one best picture of the year, the year it came out, how can you top it? It literally is at the top of that thing yeah. of how you can approve it. Um, however, I also have to admit, I have never seen the original. 
and somebody here, Mr. Yu, has. Yeah. Um, so that's why you can kind of bring in a little bit higher. Um, so this is first based off of a book, which then became a stage play, which then became a motion picture, and then this yeah. is the remake of that motion picture. Um, and it deals with uh, two primary gangs in New York, yeah. uh, um, the Sharks and the Jets. Yes. Um, and then sprinkled into that is basically a Romeo and Juliet story. One Puerto Rican girl and one white dude yeah. <laughs> fall, fall for each other and right as there's a big gigantic gang warfare. Yeah, it's definitely Romeo and Juliet. It's very based off of that. Like somebody I heard say that he was surprised by how much Romeo and Juliet he was starting to see and I was like I got that from the trailer. Yeah. Um, so but going into it I was like Stephen what what why do you feel the need to make this because also the past like I me mean, yeah he's Steven Spielberg he can make whatever the hell he wants so well, it's just like yeah because you know. but like for the past I want to say maybe decade I've felt his films have been just eh. yeah they're there um, like the and then like the biggest recent example was Ready Player One where I was like uh, I don't know why you felt the need to make this. Yeah, it's but... based off a book that came out a couple years ago, and like I heard that I never watched the movie because like instantly came out, and I was like, I'm gonna have to watch this movie 87 times to get every reference, and I don't want to do that. So I was like, I don't even watch this movie. Yeah, like because it, it's just gonna be like references, 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 and then it's just like everybody's like, yeah, the movie's actually kind of shit. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because that's all it's based on is references, references, and now I don't know if the book is like this where it's like you actually like have characters that you follow throughout this and care for that was completely missing in this movie yeah um but as far as with west side story it it was just that giant question to me was why does he feel the need to make this so and then leading up to right before the release which literally just came out last night as far as with this recording yeah. um there was starting to be word of buzz that this actually was great and that it actually <laughs> surprisingly because I did not know much about this uh, actually does some things to improve on that were kind of controversial with the original yeah. and I didn't know about this controversial thing in the original which uh, was that there was brown face <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I and for the longest time, I kind of went with, like, the whole argument about, well, it was a different time, and, you know, this and that. I'm like, you know what? No, this doesn't help, because it just proves that they didn't want to hire people of color. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, I, the, the only thing, like, you know, because if you look at the time period it came out, like, I mean... 60s. 60s. I mean, they probably could have found them, but, like, for, like, you know... For what it was, like, I don't think there's... Maybe it was maybe not a million, you know, like, Puerto Rican actors and actresses that they were finding. Or, like you said, maybe they just found them and they were like, yeah, you guys aren't that good. We're just going to hire these guys. <laughs> like, well, you know. Because from what I looked up, the main actress that played uh, Maria in the original was Russian. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that kind of made it a little bit uncomfortable for me to check this out, uh, the original. Yeah. Because I would probably get uncomfortable that much. Uh, so going into this one, knowing they actually did cast some Puerto Ricans and some Latinos, I'm like, you know what? You already okay. improved on that part. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can say after seeing it, this will probably be on my best of the year list. Okay. Because... This, uh, like how I was saying that it kind of felt like Steven was kind of just coasting these past 10 years. This feels like this was a challenge for him. Oh, and he was a trying. Project. And this is also his first musical he's ever directed. He's been producer on some, but yeah. he's never directed. Um, and I felt like that was the kind of energy and spark he needed. Um, the acting pretty much across the board is really good. Um, I don't know how to ever pronounce some of their names, uh, but the woman that plays uh, Anita, yeah, 
the Barnabas's girl. Yeah. Um, she, if she doesn't, is not nominated for best for best supporting actress. I'm gonna have a fury fit. Yeah. <laughs> she well, is really good. And the, and the one thing I noticed from the trailers, it has the kid from. Uh, I can't think of his name though. The one who plays the main guy. Oh, uh, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Baby Driver. Yeah, Baby Driver. Yeah. I love him. I think he's a fantastic actor. Like, and he, one, well, I mean, he, he just, he really has charisma. Just on, like, as an actor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very rare nowadays. Like, you'll see an acting, like, there's certain, like, one person that I always love to bring up because when do I not love to bring up? Nick Cage has a certain level of charisma. Like, you watch his movies, you're like, that's Nick Cage, you know? Yeah. Even if, like, he, even if he was wearing a mask, you'd be like, yeah, it's probably Nick Cage. Like, you know, because he has a certain thing about him. And this is kind of how this kid has. He has, like, a type of charisma. And, like, I'm hoping that translated well into the movie because obviously it sounded like it did because, like, you know, West Side Story is one of my favorite musicals. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of musicals. I like musicals. And West Side Story, I remember I was in eighth grade, and my music teacher, love a music teacher, there was a time where one of the things was we had to do music history, and then we had to do musical history. And so we went through musicals, and we watched all of them, like, Andy, get your gun and stuff, and goddamn, Andy, get your gun was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like westerns, but holy shit. Like, I was like, I can't wait for this to end. Well, we got to West Side Story, and it was fucking awesome like it was these two gangs going at it he was like oh okay like it's kind of cool actually and then like there's a lot of like energy in it like mm-hmm. and like it, it's just it's fun like yeah. it's really fun compared to that that's actually kind of what turned me on to musicals was like okay like musicals don't have to be boring as shit like they can be fun and then like i looked into more and i'm like wow there's actually some really cool ones and that's how i found sweeney todd that was before mm-hmm. the movie and i was like okay like you know like this is actually kind of dark and cool like mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, sure enough, like the kind of it helped me get into musicals was the original movie, which again I was eighth grade, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was it's fun. So I like I have a lot of hope for, for this movie to eventually watch it. So since you brought him up, uh, I believe his name is Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I think he 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 plays Tony. He's the weakest thing in this. Okay. Um, because it just to me felt like. It was Baby Driver oh. in a musical. See, it's sometimes hard to translate your, you know... Because Baby Driver was awesome. That was easily one yeah. of my favorite movies of that year. But uh, but would I have said that his acting was the reason why I would put it up high? No. It was amazing because everything else was so good around him that maybe... It, he, he was good, but it was Edgar Wright's directing. It was the screenwriting. It was the music. Yeah. It was all this other stuff before I would get to him. Kind of the same thing with this where... Most of the actors, I feel like, are standouts, especially the guy who plays Riff. Yeah. I thought he was really good. And the also the guy that plays Bernardo, I thought he was really good. Um, and then, I didn't know about this until Nick told me after we watched it, the actress that plays Maria is actually set to be the new Snow White. And after seeing this, we're like, well, we're kind of confident in that now, and I'm. But then I was just the one to bring up. Yes, but Disney remakes now. She might be perfect casting, but that doesn't mean she looks anything. great. She sounds great. Um, but the script was written by a toddler in crayon, so let's throw in a bunch of shit that doesn't matter. There's just so um, many of those remakes that have that problem, but yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, good for her. You know, um, well, she's gonna be getting some Disney money. So yep. Uh, she has definitely a great singing voice. Uh, I, I was one, that was one question I was having is how many people were like their own voice. Yeah. Because I've been a big proponent. I'm like, if you can't sing but can't act, just do the acting. Get somebody else to do the voiceover. Yeah. Well, or they uh, like some things translate well. Sometimes you can get people who are good actors and singers, and that's Sometimes. perfect for movies like this. The problem is sometimes though when you get someone who's like a stage actor who can sing well and can do acting on a stage because there's like a level of acceptance within it, like yeah. you play off the crowd. You necessarily maybe can't do that in a movie, and we've seen that with Dear Evan Hansen. And that movie, like, I mean, the kid it just it didn't play well as a movie as opposed to, you know, 
as opposed to being a play. So, like, I'm glad that this sort of translated, and it seems like they got people who happen to be good singers and actors. So, like, that's, you know, that's yeah. a good thing. Because sometimes mean, it's just hard to the, translate that. The, this is, like, the, the fair exception to that rule. I was like, okay, well, if everybody is singing, which I can kind of tell tone-wise it is yeah. them. So, yeah, good on their part. Uh, choreography outstanding this is probably some of the best dance numbers i've seen which they what, probably weren't in the heights <laughs> I, hey i've heard good things i just haven't gotten to it yet uh but i feel like this is probably better uh, probably um, basically it's nearly the same story from what i assume yeah um and uh one of the things that i'd heard about it that they didn't give anything away and i kind of then got that feeling was yeah, it's uh, kind of a bright and colorful start and stuff, like, you know, full of hope and giving out stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> Boom! Then reality hits because something dark happens. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a dark play. I mean, it, it really I, is. I, I did not know that, but I kind of had a thought when I had, like, the whole Romeo and Juliet vibe. I yeah. was like, Okay, well, this is this is gonna happen something. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, even in Romeo and Juliet, like one of the friends dies. You know, yeah, like that's yeah, that's just how those kind of stories kind of go because mm-hmm. you gotta have that level of drama. If it was just like a, the feuding, like they became happy ever after bullshit. Yeah, like if there's no set of drama, like it'd be a, probably a pretty boring story. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. it it adds a level to like this is now more of an issue. Yeah. Um. And I would probably say I try to let this stuff kind of slide because I know I'm watching a musical and this stuff. There was, however, something that happens with Maria towards the end, and I was just like, really? Okay. I, I don't know how I feel about this. But did Tony walk up and put Olympus baby in the corner? Just grabs it. <laughs> Damn it, I knew he changed something. Well, uh, we'll talk about that probably a little bit later, as far as whatever you're probably mentioning. I'm trying not to give anything away. Oh, um, no, no, I was actually, that was a fuck-off. Like, oh, okay. Right, like, yeah. Um, and I would also say a big thing for me is that this has some very good cinematography that is then ruined by Steven Spielberg's whole issue obsession with flares. Yeah, which are lights in the background, yeah. kind of like focusing on you. Uh, that has just become a trademark of his. That's also something that J.J. Abrams does a lot. You can. You don't say. Yeah, who, who'd have thought he was inspired by Spielberg? <coughs> Star Trek. <laughs> um, but I let that stuff kind of slide. Um, but this, it's like every Steven Spielberg movie now. I noticed yeah. this and. I got this feeling like the cinematographer like set up like all these things to be like very good, well lit. Like I feel like the only person that could get away with this uh, as far as doing it, and then Steven Spielberg coming and saying, "How about some flares?" The only cinematographer that could veto that is uh, oh shit now Roger Deakins, who's a legendary cinematographer for like Sicario. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Finally won an Oscar for that. He's the only one that could probably stand up to Steven Spielberg and say, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, what are you supposed to say? It's Steven fucking Spielberg. What are you supposed to say to him? Be like, no, Steven. He'd be like, you know how rich I am, right? <laughs> he, was no, like, he doesn't even need to say price. He just needs to say, you know who I am. Like, like, you notice the hat. Like, <laughs> look at the hat. It says Spielberg on it. Like, yeah, I get it. All right, what what position you want me in this time? <laughs> where do you where do you want the flares? Yeah. <laughs> and how they, many? Seventy. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I'll give but, you a bump and pay. How about we make it eighty? <laughs> um, but uh, those kind of aside, this was still very entertaining to watch. Uh, for it being over two and a half hours long, I'd never felt the time. But I was worried that I might have to pee at some point. Never did, so I'm happy about that. How was, how was the crowd? Um, it actually was kind of decent. Um, there were a couple people in there that I feel like that has seen this bef- 
musical before because they kind of started to sing along. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I get it. Please don't get too much louder. Yeah, the thing is, like, that's Fall Funny Games. I'm really worried about next week, though, the most. Um, because yeah. that's going to be... Not only is it going to be a packed fucking house. Uh, for all for you guys who don't know, somehow we managed to swipe up some tickets for Spider-Man. And holy mother of mercy. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because... Well, as far as, like, with that crowd, it's probably going to be more, like people like our age and maybe a little bit younger i'm hopeful this it was a mixture of people close to our age and then older okay so that's why i was kind of happy about that see i'm, I'm a little worried about spider-man yeah um, because it's going to be a mixture of you know adults and children and i hope not many children i i hope not either um which i can't i can't say it's a marvel film like you know i get it like we i i paid for the ticket i should be but like if they would have done that in a movie where like you know like spiral when we went and saw spiral like obviously kids probably shouldn't have been there that was mortal kombat yeah mortal kombat <laughs> yeah obviously kids shouldn't have been there because like yeah. it's a super violent and bloody film like you know, kids. Well, can, I'm not well, saying. Well, we already talked about this but, before. Yeah, like my my thing with it is like I get that, but at the same time, like you know, if you're gonna bring your children, thing like try to have them be at least remotely respectful for the rest of the crowd because if you have a kid going nee, 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 the whole movie, like it's more of hey, enjoyment. Hey, we mentioned that we literally had a baby in Venom too, but somehow it did not make a sound. Hey, if, if people, if you know your baby's gonna be quiet. I don't care if you bring a child or a baby. Just make sure that they stay in their seat. They're not running around being stupid. Especially, it's more dangerous in a theater like this. It's going to be packed. Like, this place, it was sold out. Like, I called <laughs> last Wednesday. The movie comes out next Friday. And it was already 50% sold out before we even got our tickets. So, like, yeah. It's going to be a packed house. Yeah. Easily. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying with it is. Obviously, it's going to be packed. Like, it's dangerous to have your kids at a packed place like that. It's going to be full, and it's going to be people lining up for showings all night. Your kid goes off running around, and you lose track because you're paying attention to the movie. No question what's going to happen to the fucking kid. You know, like... So, for the love of God, like, watch your kids if you're going to bring them to the theater. Like, make sure they're under control. Like, if you can't control your kids, don't bring them to the movie. Sorry. Go watch the frickin' drive-in. <laughs> like... I mean, that's just that's just the fact of the matter. But you know, sorry about my little tangent. But <laughs> you mean your rant? <laughs> my, yeah, my rant. It's just it's okay. Like, I don't know. But so back to West Side Story. <laughs> um, I personally would give West Side Story probably an A minus. Okay, so it was same very, as Spencer, right? Okay. It was very enjoyable. I could see myself probably watching this again, probably many more times. Or a few more times. I I am now curious to see the original, like that you have, to kind of compare and contrast because. And I'm excited to see the new one. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I I'm definitely excited um, to see the new one and see about thing. And honestly, I need to rewatch the old one, yeah. honestly, because like, kind of get like a sense of the difference because it's been a while since I've seen it, there. obviously, but. As far as I could tell from what I've heard, there are differences with both. There's one giant difference, yeah. and there's like a couple of tweaks here or there that are different. And well, I'm glad it, he pretty stayed pretty close to form on it. It will, and that's the other thing is like it's a great thing already. So you have you know the tools to make it. It's just tweak it just a little well actually you know a good example is what we were just watching the whole Willy Wonka thing mm-hmm. you take something that's actually probably very beloved and well that is very beloved and then you change it completely and then that's how you but there's also a mad. difference of Willy Wonka was pretty much kind of a perfect thing with not many things to be able to change well yeah and not like questionable things yeah <laughs> like huh this person has a lot of dark on his face. Yeah. You know, they're Oompa Loompas. We don't know what they look like. Oh, they're damn orange tracers. <laughs> Green haired. Um, Man, but, someone should have, you know, I, I, I'm going to save that joke for later. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that it's solid. I'm glad that he kind of tried to stay as true as possible, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Um, 
and definitely and, want to that, that's my big thing is when people take stuff that is you know very cherishable like you said it, it one movie of the year how do you how do you come past that like how do you you know thing and I, I would say like out of all the movies like older you know you take in movies like from long ago and remaking them even though they are like it's very rare when you get like like for example someone trying to remake Citizen Kane just can't happen it's a, I mean sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes like it is like near considered one of the best films of all time you can't that's not something you can remake same thing with Jurassic Park I don't think you'd ever be able to remake Jurassic Park no they just continue it <laughs> yeah continue it but you you never can remake it same thing Back to the Future never remake that like it just these things are just set in a place where they cannot happen what do you mean Tom Holland is definitely this generation's Michael J. Fox shut your whole <laughs> okay I like Tom Holland but he's not he, Michael J. He, Fox did you watch his Hot Ones episode I haven't got to it he makes a small tease about that talk <laughs> I will. <laughs> I I will boycott that movie in all ways possible. Back to the Future is one of the. You know I'm not gonna go into that right either. But my point being is, you know I lost my point. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I just I don't Let, know. How about this? We let's just come to our conclusion on this. So we both very much enjoyed Spencer. Yeah. I very much enjoyed West Side Story. You're very intrigued to go now see it. I am going to see it because now it possibly might make my best movie of the year list too. So. And now I'm a little bit intrigued to check out the original to see how I feel about that as far as if I want to contrast. But I know there are different beasts. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, we have to now get to another special subject that we have to get working on, <laughs> which that will all be fun. So I'm uh, going to close out by saying... Thank you for continuing to listen. I'm glad. I'm glad that we are finally getting back on this. We probably will be having short breaks again, but I am changing up some things as far as just after the holidays. We got to get things yeah. done with, and then when everything gets back to the you know regular scheduled programming, then <laughs> then we can hang in. You know, people need to throw some good vibes towards Kentucky, man. Like they just yeah. got absolutely brutalized by some tornadoes. A bunch of people died. Like that. They definitely need some some good good wishes down that way because like it I saw some I mean, of the damage and it's we, pretty rough. Yeah, as as far as from what we've said, we we're here in Indiana, we're pretty close to that, so we're like, okay, that's a yeah, a little too close for comfort. Yeah. Granted, you know, tornadoes, but yeah, like they they need if you have any good wishes you want to send their way, you gotta send them because Lord knows that they need them. <laughs> like, and, so, and other than that, I hope that. You found this entertaining. You subscribe wherever you're listening to this from. Do it. <laughs> and uh, as always, I'm Ian Guy Loco. And I am Damon the Gobbler. And some boo! Uh, see you guys next time for a very special episode that will be after this. Bye!